This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Say, senor. To show that it is actually live, I will hold up this newspaper headline. Proof of life. Like it's a hostage video. (laughs) To show that it is actually live and not uh, a rerun. And today we are under the tutelage of our general manager. Us, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, back from our extended vacation break. Reinvigorated, recharged, tanned, rested and ready. I'm not reinvigorated. My Um, attitude is terrible. Actually, it couldn't be worse. I I did a calculation, though. If I went on vacation for a year, I would weigh 350 pounds. Wow. Based on the the weight I gained in a week and a half. Yeah. How many, uh, just help me with my math. It saved me the trouble. How many pounds did you gain? Um, not a tremendous amount, but four. A few, uh, that's impressive. But, you know, if you did that for a whole year. Impressive. You would add up to quite a bit of weight. Yes, it would. Yeah. Well I, done. As I was talking to my wife about this, I talked to my son about this while uh, he and I did a father-son road trip, which I'll talk about later, but... And and it's just it's you know it's a it's a it's a tired routine. Everybody's aware of this, but why does money and money and calories not count when you're on vacation? Why what it goes on in your mind? It's just part of it psychologically. It's, cast, that, it's casting off of all of the adult realities. But that doesn't that, make any that sense. We have, that we're oppressed by the other 50 weeks of the year, depending on you and your vacation schedule. doesn't really make sense. Stuff <laughs> that I would never buy for the kids or allow or buy for myself on vacation. $20? What? That's nothing on vacation. Right. Or another cheeseburger or dessert or whatever. Uh, Just whatever. Uh, yeah. Because if you're going on vacation and you're still practicing the art of of not having stuff like are you really even on vacation you know what i mean like it's well, maybe that's the problem maybe i just need a middle gear something between on and off because i was I, I was on or off depending on how you look at it uh the, the to, lever that controls what i eat and spend how about you picture this vacationing with you know uh you and your wife you, you hit it off with this couple you decide to vacation with them occasionally like judy and i do with some friends of ours and uh, at every moment on vacation they remain perfectly disciplined uh, I'm afraid I can't do that. I'm, uh, you know, I'm on a diet, blah, 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 or whatever. Or, oh, the cocktail prices at this place are outrageous. I won't pay $13 for a hidden Caribbean sunrise vodka treat. <laughs> right. Forget it. Oh, it'd, it'd be oppressive. You'd hate them. <laughs> yeah, true. You wouldn't want to. Probably wanna... end up killing them than trying to frame the Dominican Republic for it. That's true. You wouldn't want a vacation with anybody, whether it's your husband, wife, anybody says, no, 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 I, I don't do, do desserts. When you're on vacation? No, you don't want that. Why don't we go to the other side of this third world tropic, wherever we are, and see if we can get a better priced meal, honey? Please. Yeah. Terrible. All right, so I have no money and I weigh 400 pounds. That's how I came out of vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get you beautiful. back to work, though, because you spent all your money and now you really need your job. Right. So that's how vacations work. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Two things I never thought about once on vacation. All right. Although I did follow the news a lot, but like in my own brain, I didn't think about it all. Never thought about Donald Trump once in 10 days mm. outside of reading the news, but like it, it didn't linger in my mind. 
Like never right. in the afternoon when I was doing something did I think about it. Rubbing your chin, thinking, "What does what does Trump's presidency say about America?" No, and 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 it, and it never occurred to me at any point over the last ten days to think, "I wonder if Beto O'Rourke has moved ahead of Kamala Harris." You know, I in saw, fundraising, he hasn't. <laughs> I <laughs> saw I a see, Beto headline this morning that just a, cracked me up. He's a slave owner. Yes, he is. He owns quite a few no, slaves. He, that is a misrepresentation. <laughs> I thought I just saw something about he him. Call, he is descended from, so he does not currently oh. own slaves. That uh, would be well, that I, would be a tough ticket to run. I get, move that off your lead story. Then I told Marshall to make that his lead story. Or the all Battle morning, Rourke. all morning. Yeah, I assume like his whole campaign was slaves. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I, I feel bad. Oh, Should have read boy. the second paragraph. <laughs> Unf- unfair accusation. Wow, <laughs> I was really going to let him have it for owning uh, people, especially in this era, like the, in 2019. Yeah, it's especially is, ironic, yeah. Sean. Yeah. It's a good point. Especially yeah. in 2019. It's controversial. Yeah. <laughs> so let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. I had a great vacation. I went to Target. I watched them make breaded pretzels. It was fantastic. <laughs> I went to the recycling center, counted cans, bottles, and teeth. And then I test drove cars <laughs> that I can't afford and have no intention of buying. Yeah. So a lot I'm of kidding. fun. By the way, speaking of buying stuff, today is Prime Day. Yeah. I understand. Yep. I keep seeing that headline. Yep. Yeah, correct. Which means what? Uh, only eat prime meat. People give free advertisements to already a, a overly large company, Amazon. I won't mention it. I'm against it. Uh, the Amazon pretty much invented their own personal Black Friday, right. where once a year they just have really good deals on a lot of their stuff. And they're so big now that it's it's its own news story. It's its own news story, yeah. and the other which is incredible. One company, uh, other major brick and mortar retailers are now matching sales to pair up with Prime Day. So you know wow. they, they are reacting to Walmart, the Amazon Target, behemoth. All yeah. jumping on board. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I realize they don't meet the dictionary definition of a monopoly, but if you're a company that can invent. A day that everybody else has to react to. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. Uh, with, my, with my time off, I, I had a lot of good avid endorsing, but I did manage to leave Chateau Relaxo 2.0 at least on a, a couple of different occasions. I took in a silent disco. I, uh, oh, I, I want to hear about that. Yeah, I attended a, a cage match, uh, a cage fighting match, uh, you know, professional fighters getting in the octagon. Uh, pummeling and submitting each other into uh, until one can no longer compete, uh, and the, actually, women were fighting too. It was uh, it was it was uh, oh, yeah. all inclusive. It was a, a, did, a, a they, really... did, they, did they accidentally kiss? No, no, they did not. Because that's what you always hoping for in a no. women fight. Oh that, boy, that, me or the projecting there a little bit, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but, but yeah, yeah good overall. Um, We're and, with Jeffrey Epstein over here. Oh my God! And I will say that uh, with Prime Day, there is one thing that jumped out to me, and it is the the Oculus Go headset. Now, some caveats: Oculus owned by Facebook um, may not want to support Facebook and their their products. But if you are looking for an entry level virtual reality thing, this is no smartphone, no PC required. Uh, it's uh, on Prime. It's 150 bucks. It's just the goggles, and you can start to experience what all this VR cool. stuff is going on. And it doesn't require the the two thousand dollar computer to to hook it up to. I was going to talk about VR later because my kids went on several rides that were just virtual reality, and it's clearly the future. And an amusement park will just be a room with headsets you put on. No giant infrastructure and parking lot and all that sort of well, stuff. Well, they strap you into some sort of chair where you can be hurled about so you can experience the G-forces? Probably. Or maybe they just, they'll just they probably just give you a little drug that makes you feel the G-forces, <laughs> even though you're not uh, being hurled about. 
There's uh, Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I am uh, feeling very good. I spent the time off moving product. That's what we like to call it, moving product. What are you, a drug dealer? Yeah. Uh, Cleaning yards, clearing things out, getting ready to put the fabulous Phillips estate up for sale. Wow. A big deal. Yep. The Phillips estate is going up for sale. It has been in the family for decades. It's got a private island in the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Decades. Decades. Yes. Uh, awesome. At Amazon. And then where do you plan to live? I don't know. Hmm. Perhaps a street. Perhaps <laughs> a box. Wow. Now, if you were homeless, that would be a really interesting promotion for us. I mean, that we could get a lot of publicity on that. We'd really you could, uh, hype you, that. You could put me in prominent intersections in various places. It'd be an sure. odd dynamic as we rail against the homeless. <laughs> yes, yes. But I could be one of the productive homeless people. I look forward to talking about the homeless situation later as I was in L.A. for a couple of days. And holy freaking cow. Bums and junkies. Oh, my God. It's, you know, L.A.'s had homeless forever, but not like this. Uh, Just just amazing. You know, funny coincidence, other end of the scale, I spent a great deal of vacation in Idaho where they don't let uh, bums and junkies befoul the streets, but a, a judge has ordered Boise to, to uh, well, allow the befouling. And the great city of Boise, Idaho, is saying, no, 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 we're not going to do that. And that fight is uh, it's taking shape right now as uh, Idaho tries to avoid becoming yet another poo and needle bum strewn hellhole. Yeah, we got a lot more on that. Fight it, my friends. Trust me on this. Fight it. And all kinds of different stuff coming up. Um, It's Monday, July 15th, the year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. A little pissed off at Idaho, frankly. Saw no moose. Zero moose. Went up there with one desire, see a moose. That was your expectation? No moose. Huh, interesting. They got mooses up there, but they kept them hidden. Mm. (laughs) It's a (laughs) ripoff. All right, let's begin the show. Officially now, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. Novak Djokovic, an historic five-set fight for a fifth Wimbledon title. Now, yeah. little sports ball. Yeah, the, it was a the, marathon the, of a tennis Yeah, match. except you got to put an asterisk next to his name because they changed the rules. I like the never-ending until somebody finally wins thing. I like it to go on for like 19 yeah. hours. What do they do now? They go with a shootout or like, what? Like a sudden death sort of thing. Yeah, but anyway, no. uh, we'll talk more about that. Play till they're all right, bloody. Exactly. And, and lying down prone. Or they somebody, can't even rise again. Or it's, somebody dies on the grass. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> what news headlines do you have coming, Marshall Phillips? Illegals on edge waiting for ICE actions to be launched. We got President Trump not backing down in the Twitter battle against progressive group of Democratic Congresswomen. What, what are they called now? They got a name since we left. The Squad. The Squad. Yeah, the Squad. We came up with a name yeah. in America for yeah. them since we went on vacation. The Squad. And Google admits we are listening. Coming up. Shocking. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's great. A little of this, a little of that. Well, welcome back stuff. Fantastic. Boy, a lot of hate for various uh, fill-in hosts. <laughs> Whoa. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. I did. <laughs> All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Whilst 
among the many things that happened that we probably should talk about, a high school has decided to spend $600,000 of taxpayer money to paint over a George Washington mural that had been at the school for 85 years. Right. And uh, we'll talk more about that later. Unbelievable story. Yes. Mailbag. You know, I'd originally planned to lead with something else, but just got this note from frequent correspondent William. Joe, if you want to see moose, you have to go to Alaska. When my daughter and son-in-law were stationed in Alaska, within one week they had a moose in their backyard. Awesome. There you go. I was told there were moose in Idaho. That's all I'm telling you. Not a one. Bald eagles, yes. The national bird. Majestic. Moose, no. Jack, Joe, welcome back. Is it just me, or do you always seem to take vacation when a lot of things happen in the world, writes uh, Mikey? Well, in the modern era, that's every yep. week. Point I mean, to the week where that doesn't happen. Yeah. That's kind of the point of the joke. Oh, it is? <laughs> no, this is serious times. That was a joke. I, th- I thought they were actually making that point. Because people have said that in the past, and that ha- that didn't used to happen. Like, we went on vacation on 9-11. There was a couple other examples. Oh, well, yes, and one of us returned to duty <laughs> when our country needed us. But now it's impossible. So, uh, again, Mikey writes, uh, and this is a joke here. Okay. I mean, during 9-11, Jack was in French or something, and, uh, which is a great old reference to a, uh, a, a joke on the show. Last time you guys went on vacation, a whole bunch of stuff happened. In the future, please try to schedule your vacation when stuff isn't happening. I remember when we got, I mean, this is interesting, just... I don't know what it means, but when we first started in talk radio, our boss used to talk about the dog days of August and how difficult it was in talk radio because there's nothing going on. Right. That just doesn't happen anymore. No. no. Although, Which isn't good for our minds or, our, or, or or anything. Right. I was only dimly aware of the news. I saw all the, the alerts pop up on my phone, and I'd scroll through them. About one out of 15, I might touch the article and read a little bit. Uh, I don't think anything happened i gotta think about it but i don't think anything happened that will have any lasting impact to me my family my country my life really yeah well that's Um, a good point so so the the fever the feeling if you are following the news that a lot is going on is just not true right there are people having arguments but they're they're, and i think those people ought to go back to where they came from Very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but not, not well, impactful. We'll, we'll have to discuss that not more important. later, because that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Joanne says, spent a week in Japan. I don't think my butt will ever be the same. Oh, it's good to hear. Uh, the Japanese have perfected the bathroom experience with heated toilet seats and bidet combos. Well, you don't have kids. you got to do something. You perfect the toilet experience. No need for wipes that can cause clogs in your septic tank. The bidet leaves you feeling fresh. Even after... Well, that's unnecessary there, Joanne. Uh, warming. T- yeah, I, uh, that was one of the things I missed the most on vacation while Judy and I had a fabulous vacation. Just great. I'll tell you about that a little bit later on. But um, the one thing I missed was my bidet at home. Oh, my Heine car wash. It just you feel like a trillionaire. It's just fantastic. Hmm. Love it. I'm thinking of traveling with one in wow. the future. 
Wow. Now, do, you, do you have one of the, the the full toilet ones, or do you have like the uh, the add on? It's an attachment. The attachment version. Yeah, you it's, are, it's a good attachment. Okay. You are really Louis the Sixteenth if you're traveling with a bidet. Now, <laughs> I also have, <laughs> I also have like a simple one. It does. It's not heated or heated water or anything. It's all it is is the Heine car wash. But it's an extremely easy connection. You just take off the toilet seat. You put it on there. You you hook up a Y to the water. It takes you ten minutes. And so if I, like, rented a house for a week, I'm going to start doing that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Be good <laughs> to your hiney. Huh? That's, oh, this is a reference from Drew to the uh, latest Trump reversy. Pelosi picks up the sledgehammer Trump dropped at her feet and pre- proceeds to beat him over the head with it. Yeah, that's, I tell you what, we'll talk about that later, maybe. Um, I won't pretend to be offended, but uh, that's good, but it's long. And that's uh, long, but it's good. So anyway, yeah, the the point of that is, uh, you know, the one thing I would say to Donald J, and maybe it's intentional, maybe it's not, is why do you make it so easy to attack you? <clears throat> you- I understand what the strategy is here. I'll okay. talk about it later. All I right. think I absolutely understand the strategy. Okay. Yeah. Trying to keep the battle lines drawn? Is that it? Something going on there. Deep. Three-dimensional chess, don't you? Oh, maybe, maybe All four. chess is three-dimensional! Maybe four-dimensional chess. All right. Which now I guess you is, got my attention. Is that traveling in time? or what? Well, I don't know what that is. Or does that just mean time elapses while you play chess? Because yeah. all chess is four-dimensional, if you think about it like that. We so gotta, it's five-dimensional We got to get caught up on that whole Jeffrey Epstein story that happened while we're gone, which is amazing. Armstrong and Getty. So all your major stock indexes closed at all-time highs on Friday. Your Dow, your S&P, your Epstein Bar, your Dewey Decimal, your... Your PSP. Exactly, all those. I'm rich! The positive Sean portfolio. Closed at the highest ever. Despite people saying my whole life that if you ever launched any sort of trade war with China, for instance, it would decimate our economy. We'd immediately go into a Great Depression. Exactly. Um, you can't stand up to them. So much for experts on anything. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, illegals on edge after President Trump's threatened mass roundup of undocumented immigrants failed to fully materialize on Sunday. Many reportedly staying in their homes since ICE agents, we are told, are not allowed to break in or they're out hiding in other locations. Immigration authorities said they still plan to carry out raids in 10 or more cities throughout this week. The raids targeting immigrants who've been ordered by courts to be deported. Now, over the weekend, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration's Acting Director Kim Cuccinelli was uh, telling uh, CNN... It shows how far we've fallen that it's even news that ICE is doing its job. This is their job every day. Cuccinelli going on to add, they've got a court order on a piece of paper, Mm -hmm. a federal order that says they've gotten due process and over a million people with removal orders. I saw that guy on a couple of different news shows over the weekend. These people have gone through the entire process, the entire system. Judges looked at it, everybody, and said, no, you got to go. And now we're going to go tell them you got to go. And if you don't go, we're going to arrest you and throw you out. Right. How is that possibly controversial? To the vast majority of Americans, it is not. If you present it to them like that, which is, by the way, the first time I've heard it described in that way, 
today as I've been reimmersing myself in the utterly horrible news. Um, no, this uh, is completely uncontroversial. It's perfectly reasonable. And it's the way every country on Earth behaves, except for miserable third-world hellholes that are so desperate for anybody to live there that they just throw their doors open. I, I swear, it's and it's so much the media. I mean, what percentage of Americans is okay with protesters, protesters, storming a, uh, an immigration facility, tearing down the American flag, defacing it, running it up the flagpole upside down, and, and then raising the Mexican flag at a U.S. facility? What percentage of Americans is fine with that? Very, very small. President Trump is continuing to tweet about what he's calling radical left congresswomen after facing some backlash for his earlier comments about a group of freshman lawmakers who now call themselves the Squad. Trump first tweeting, So interesting to see progressive Democratic congresswomen who originally came from other countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a, a functioning government at all, now they are loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and uh, crime-infested uh, places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it's to be done. These places <laughs> need your help badly. You could leave. You could, can't leave fast enough. That was Trump's original tweet. Well, a lot of Democrats came back and said, this, these are racist comments. How could you do that? Well, today Trump is responding to the backlash, tweeting, quote, so sad to see the Democrats sticking up for people who speak so badly of our country and who happen to hate Israel with a true and unbridled passion. Whenever confronted, they're calling their adversaries, including Nancy Pelosi, racist. Their disgusting language and the many terrible things they're saying about the U.S. must not be allowed to go unchallenged. And if the Democratic Party wants to continue to condone the disgraceful behavior, then we look even more forward to seeing you at the ballot box in 2020. Whatever happened to 140 characters? That was a hell of a long statement. So Axios Axios is out with a poll on a couple of different things, and they were polling particularly swing voters in key states that that they're the ones that sway the election. The sort of people that voted for Obama and Trump, that crowd. Um, they polled a couple of thousand of them, and Axios reports that Ocasio-Cortez, one of the, the leader of the squad. Yeah. By the way, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That sounds like a nickname that a high school clique gives itself. We call ourselves the squad. I just hate it. I can't hate it any more than I do. Well, most it's my highest grade. Most high school cliques are bigger than four people, so they'd be bigger yeah. than this. But yeah. um, uh, Ocasio-Cortez was recognized by 74% of the voters in the poll, so that's really good name recognition. Right. Uh, she got them real tries. Yeah, clearly. 22% had a favorable view of her. Of these swing voters. Oh, boy. Um, Representative Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, she was recognized by fewer people by about half. 9% had a favorable view of her. Sounds about right. So among these swing voters, by the way, of that crowd, socialism was viewed favorably by 18%, unfavorably by 69%. Wow. But the point was that the squad is not popular by it. By, uh, by by these people that the Democrats right. need to get to hang on to the House to win a presidential election. And old Nancy knows that. Nancy knows that, and Trump knows that. Right. And Trump is trying to, I think, with these tweets, get Nancy to come to their defense and once again get them on the same side. Ah, right. He doesn't yeah. want her being able to break away 
from them. Nancy's trying as hard as she can to break away from the squad. Right. I'm not like them. We're not like them. Right. They're, Democrats they're, are they're normal. outliers. Right. He wants to put them together. Oh, that's Her great. standing up for them. Now nah, I get it. Which Very is pretty clever. clever. Very clever. Well, my friends, Google is admitting its employees are able to listen to conversations recorded by its virtual assistant. But we're not doing it, of course. We respect your privacy, Senator. A mission coming after a Google employee leaked private information and a Belgian broadcaster reported it listened to more than a thousand conversations. Google Assistant allows people to use their voice to interact with technology. Now, Google is writing in a blog post that it shares conversations with language experts around the world so that they can develop <laughs> right. the assistant That's for more it. languages. As I've been saying from the beginning, it just it it, it 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 denies human nature and everything we know about these tech companies. If they can listen, but don't. I mean, that's just, that's just no, what kind of right. world do you live in where you Forget think, it. oh, sure, they could listen in and get all this valuable information either to themselves or to sell to somebody else, but they're not going to. Yeah, I know. Come on. I just heard a story this morning where they were implying, I think it was uh, Nakedly Progressive Radio, NPR, uh, were implying that the Cambridge Analytica thing was an outlier. So the perception is still ridiculously naive and dumb. Even among, you'd think, you know, NPR would be fairly hip to tech. Right, right. That wasn't the exception, as Sean said. That wasn't a bug. That was a feature. Yeah, Facebook, just assume Facebook and Google are up to evil. Assume it at every moment. And if they prove otherwise, okay, that's fine. Accept that. But no, go ahead and assume they're up to no good. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Oh, Squawky finally getting out of the cage. Exactly. Our uh, bald eagle that we keep in a cage over there to symbolize freedom didn't get to squawk for a week and a half while we were on vacation. We did feed it, right? And I, water it? He well, lost, left something in there before I left. Yeah, but he looks like he lost a little weight. I thought that looked like a different bird. <laughs> yeah. We've been trying to work on his portion control. Maybe, right. maybe those lessons okay. didn't take. Well, Squawky, console yourself with this. I saw several of your cousins flying free. So you saw actual bald eagles? I don't yes, think I've did. ever seen one in the wild. Are they easy to pick out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless they're, like, way out in the distance and you can't figure out if that's a reflection or they have a white head. Mm. Uh, yeah, they're easily uh, identifiable. Mm. They're large, very large. You shoot one? Bring it back? I'm not saying. Oh. <laughs> but I do have your... a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> you make a hat out of Barbaric. it. Barbaric. Oh, yeah, I just hollowed oh. it out. I stick it on top of my head. Looks like I got the national bird riding on me. You got to put it on your mantle with the American flag behind it. Right. A a signed picture of Sean Hannity or something. I don't like people coming to my house, so this way I get to show it off. (laughs) Wear my hat around, my bald eagle hat. Do you You pull a string and it flaps the wings? (laughs) (laughs) You know, Michael, the taxidermist told me that was an extra 75 bucks, and I said, nah, I've spent enough money on vacation. The taxidermist told you. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny, I was uh, listening to, you know, the usual collection of tedious garbage on the way in this morning, trying to figure out what's in the news. The usual collection of <laughs> tedious garbage. Uh, it's, I, I can I'm just enjoying all the phrases. Oh, my. I felt like, you know what, <laughs> I felt like I work at some sort of really uh, irresponsible pre-1930s chemical plant. Where, you know, we're constantly lapping up mercury and got our hands deep in DDT or whatever. And listening to all the news and stuff coming in, I had that feeling like I was exposing myself to the dangerous chemicals again. But it was all fake outrage. I mean, my entire roughly 30-minute commute was just listening to fake outrage. And I was thinking about the things that didn't happen on vacation 
And I spent a fair amount of time interacting with uh, people, uh, family members and or strangers or people I ran into at a golf course or uh, we did a, a rafting thing, the guide. And at no point did anybody spend a single second faking up outrage in real life. That's I think that's well, I suppose in certain circles, you all get together and fake up outrage to each other to show how virtuous you were. You are. But, man, in, in real life for me, there was no fake outrage. I found it very refreshing. Mm. If people were actually unhappy about something, they said so, and then it was dealt with. It wasn't just constantly acting offended. We've got a lot of stories to catch up on that uh, probably worth touching on over the last 10 days. And I did a uh, father-son road trip among things over the last 10 days. Took my kid to Vegas, because that's what you do with a 9-year-old. Huh? You take him to Las Vegas. I mean... Kind of. Now it is that way. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was joking, but it is. There are tons of kids. Yeah, there. it's very kid-friendly now. Awful lot of babies, though. In the casino, a lot of babies screaming. You know why they're screaming? Because all those lights and sounds yeah, are horrifying that's, them. That's and why the you're, smoke. The, and the smoke. Yeah. That's why your baby is screaming. They're frightened to death. I, yeah. Wow. Why do you have a baby in here? What's the... God, people make me nuts. But uh, anyway... Uh, <laughs> more on that and other things later. And I want to talk about that Jeffrey Epstein case at some point. So interesting on so many different levels. Just the, the, the nature of power and, 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 and wealth, what you can get away with for so long. Yeah. It's just, it's absolutely amazing. I want an island. I want my own island. Is that what he's got? I'm going to stock it with moose. He had an island? He oh, had a lot of stuff, including oh, yeah. an island. Yeah. 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 Big old Caribbean island. Wow. Your own island. Yeah. Well, you have your own island if you're going to do all kinds of horrible, uh, illegal, unethical things, I Mm. suppose. Uh, Among other things, we'll be covering all day long. Armstrong and Getty. You think I'm making that up? Everywhere I go, I get the same smirk with the biting lip. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. You're not God or my father or my boss. Right? That's pretty good. That's good. So yeah. That's one of the many things we missed while we were on vacation for 10 days of the viral video. I just saw the headline, Guy Goes Crazy in Bagel Shop About Dating Sites. I hadn't watched it until just now. And what are they calling it, Sean? The Bagel Boss? Oh, well, it's Boss Bagel. That's boss the name bagel. of the, the, the bagel shop. And <laughs> oh. so so he's the Boss Bagel guy. Okay. Yeah. I and get now, it. He's, and now, he, of course, because this is how the internet works, now he's become somewhat famous. Like he, Now he created a new Twitter account, and that's blown up. And, it's, and it's, soon uh, we'll find out. He actually once uh, grabbed his teacher's butt as an 11-year-old, and he'll be Ken Boned and the rest of it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, uh, he's obviously got mental issues. So so many things that happen in the news, people, that we've even made fun of through the years, that we you know made great sport of. <laughs> Viral videos do that a lot. They're, they're people with mental problems. There's just so many people. Yeah. That are nutso. You've made fun of them. I have not. <laughs> you know, it's also nutso. Um, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm going back through all my notes and 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 things I've grabbed from when we started our vacation, which was before the Fourth of July, right? And two founding fathers stories that got attention around the Fourth of July for the obvious reasons. Thomas Jefferson's hometown voted to no longer honor his birthday. Wow! So that's one of your stories. Wow. 
April 13th will no longer be a holiday in Charlottesville, Virginia. The city council decided the Monday before the 4th of July that week, scrapping the holiday because he was a slave owner. So Thomas Jefferson's hometown wrote the Declaration of Independence. No longer, now they're going to call it someday some sort of Freedom Day or something like that. and not Indigenous People's Day. Right, not mention Thomas Jefferson. We live in idiotic times. So, well... You know, you can dismiss it that way, but it's it's a, it's a, it's something going on. It's, oh, I it's know a it major is. thing going on. I know it is. And then you have the um uh, which we also mentioned, you got the high school in San Francisco where they're painting over the mural of George Washington, which has got all kinds of interesting complications uh including taxpayer money being spent cuz it's going to cost $600,000 to paint over the thing. How the hell can that be? <laughs> Give me a hundred, girl. I'll paint over it. Most, yeah, no kidding. Most of the six hundred thousand dollars of taxpayer money used to paint over a George Washington mural at a high school because people think it's racist, which it might be. More on that in a second. But most of the six hundred thousand dollars go, goes toward an environmental review. So <laughs> almost all of it, almost, <laughs> almost all of it is a completely, I'm sure, phony, right? Because. Envi- the, 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 the environment's going to be damaged how? By painting over this wall. Well, and it's going to cost $600,000. Indigenous out. beavers were using the nooks and crannies of the mural to uh, and after research. You, <laughs> and after you spend the $599,000 of taxpayer money on the environmental review, then you'll pay some guy 50 bucks to paint over to the bucket of paint. Right, exactly. <laughs> It'll take him like an hour. Way to go, Cali Unicornia. That's fantastic. But what's interesting about this on so many different levels is we get crazier and crazier. So it was a new Deal era painting. It gets so complicated in that it was a program that I would have not approved of, which FDR liked giving money to artists, among other people, to try to get them some employment to paint what were at the time anti American murals in our high schools. Right. <laughs> I mean, so, so it's, it gets pretty complicated. If you don't like George Washington, you should love this mural. The whole point of the mural was the racism of America's history. But now, because it portrays racism, the progressive snowflakes say it's too harsh. We can't look at it. Well, which one is it, you numbskulls? So it was, originally it was controversial because people said, hey, you're making our founding father look bad. You're making him look like a racist because he had slaves, which was illegal at the th- was legal at the time. Blah, sure, blah, blah, blah. right, yeah. Now it's being painted over by people who are offended because it's, yeah, I don't. It's so confusing, right? But um, and I would think you would, I would think in San Francisco you would want a painting of George Washington as a slave owner. Yes, you would. But that's how ridiculous it is. And to be fair to both sides, if you were going to put up that mural today. Right-wingers would be screaming and yelling about it. Sure. Because, hey, you don't need to emphasize the whole slaving owner thing of George Washington in this painting right. at taxpayer expense. Right. Let's teach about, you know, the country, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it, it's it's crazy all the way around. And the best part, of course, $600,000 of taxpayer money. Oh, that's so great. Mostly. I mean, it's horrible, but it's great. It's it's one of those things. You know, it's funny. I played a little golf on vacation, and sometimes, and golfers will know what I mean, sometimes you have to make a swing so bad that it shows you what you were doing wrong. You realize, oh, that's what I've been doing. That's why I've been spraying the ball all over the place. Well, this is a shot that's so bad. It's so moronic. I think people might start waking up to the whole and if you don't know this, the whole environmental review thing—it's—it's a—it's uh, a legalized blackmail system where unions or or whomever else 
can drain a bunch of money and and blackmail people into giving them like higher wages, more money. You're going to paint. Imagine this. You're going to paint over a mural. You got old paint on there. You're going to put new paint on there. You got to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on an environmental review. Or or you pay our guys 40 bucks an hour. Maybe we don't uh, file that uh, that lawsuit. We don't file that environmental lawsuit. So you say, all right, 40 an hour. Jeez. All right. So you write them that check. They don't file a suit. It's 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 an excuse for blackmail. Mostly. That's why I like that story, because it's got like nine different layers, starting with the government uh, spreading money around to artists in the 30s to, uh, right. to, to try to make right. the world a better place. Hey, and, uh, you know, to get back to uh, G-Dub and Thomas Jefferson, uh, imagine how much simpler liberty is, where if the school wants that mural, they, they paint it. If they want to paint over it, they paint over it. And and just people do what they want. They get together, they have a vote, whatever, and they go ahead. There's no hundreds of thousands of dollars of phony, baloney, crony capitalist environmental reviews going on or whatever. But, that's that's when America used to be much more productive before all that ridiculousness began. But when we started with the taking down Confederate statues thing a couple of years ago and all that sort of stuff, you know, some people said, what's next the Founding Fathers? Right. Well, if Thomas Jefferson's hometown is no longer going to have a Thomas Jefferson Day on his birthday. Mm-hmm. How long before we get to the Washington Monument and, and, and you know the dollar bill and all that sort of stuff? It's, well, it's going to happen. I'll be there scrapping. Like that guy in a bagel shop. I'll be fighting guys by the Washington Monument. Bring it! Bring so it. much to cover you from our 10 days. You ain't my God! 